Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk for ignoring your girlfriend on her birthday? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my brother-in-law that when he gets a job and starts contributing is when he can boss me around? My husband and I are drifters or roadies. We travel everywhere and work from the comfort of our RV. Last month, my sister-in-law called us and basically begged us for help. Her home is starting to fall apart and she doesn't have the money for repairs. We have absolutely no issues whatsoever helping out my sister-in-law, both financially and physical labor-wise. She's a dang good woman and would do the same for us. She's married but her husband is utterly useless. He's worked maybe 4 months total out of the 12 years they've been married and still treats her like crap. Battered wife syndrome to the fullest. We feel bad for her, but she's a much larger woman with severe insecurities and feels no one else will ever love her, so she sticks by him. It's sad. So my husband and I parked our RV outside her home and we've been making the repairs to her house for her. As payment, she makes us meals every day and night and we can shower or run our electric from her house so we don't waste gas or water. She's always expressing her gratitude. Now we have to fix her foundation, her roof and some of her walls, water damage. We have all the resources, knowledge and licenses to do so, but at least three times a day her husband is yelling at us. Stop opening that dang door so much. Get your butt out the shower, you're taking too long. You ain't having the leftovers, those are mine. This is my dang house. Quit turning that dang light on. It's literally constant. I swear he only gets up off his butt to yell at us for something. And sister-in-law always has our back, but it just starts arguments between them. Well, yesterday I had enough. My sister-in-law was on a phone interview, and he went into the room she was in to start yelling at her for us blocking his access to the front door. He never leaves, so I don't know what the issue was. She gets off the phone and just starts crying and goes upstairs. I lost it a bit and said... When you get off your lazy freaking butt and actually contribute to literally anything in life is when you can start bossing me around. Until then, sit your butt on that freaking couch and leave my sister-in-law and us alone. He started in with the whole, this is my house, bull. So I retorted with, the freak it is, it's your daughter's house. Neither you or your wife's name is on this property. The house was given to their child when father-in-law passed. The kid is 16. He actually left, and my sister-in-law is now upset. Was what OP said necessary? Probably not, but I can't fault them personally for this. I mean, how much can you personally take, and how much can you personally see somebody that you care about and want to help out take from somebody so ungrateful for everything in their life? Did OP go too far here? Was OP out of line? I'd like to know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, want to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for turning off a video game that my son and his friends were playing? My son had a sleepover with a few of his friends last night. They had gone swimming and played at the park before coming back to my house to play video games in the living room. 
I brought them a pizza to eat and was overwhelmed by the smell of 10 or 11 year old boy armpits. I told them to go put deodorant on and they said okay. I checked in with them a few minutes later and they still hadn't washed up. At that point they started to push back that they didn't need it because they'd already put on some last night. I said whatever deodorant they put on last night had gotten washed off at the pool and you all spent the last hours running around in warm weather. I told them again to put some on. They still didn't put any on so I turned off their video game. Apparently they were just about to pass a difficult level before I turned it off and were very upset with me. My son later told me that I embarrassed him. I told him that I handled it the way I did because I wasn't getting their attention. If this was like a sleepover type thing where they all brought their own supplies, I could understand OP saying, hey, I'm gonna be honest, you guys kinda smell, can you put some deodorant on? I mean, let's be real, who wants that kind of odor lingering around your house? If I were in the kid's position back then, I know I would have been annoyed, but honestly, I don't think OP was too crazy here. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my parents kick my nephew out of their will? I, 47-year-old female, have always had a very strained relationship with my brother, 51-year-old male. He's had a very bad accident when he was 17 and spent three months in a coma. Ever since, he's been the child my parents swooned over and they make excuses for everything he does. I've been to therapy because of this for over a decade as I resented him for my parents forgetting about me when I was younger, even though I love my parents to death. My nephew, 31-year-old male, has basically been raised by my parents as well. His mom passed away during childbirth, and my brother lived with our parents till about four years ago when he moved in with his girlfriend. Because my brother is handicapped and doesn't have big motor skills, a lot of the childcare was taken care of by my parents over the years. Till my nephew moved out of the state five years ago for his job. A couple of weeks ago, my parents were meeting with their lawyer to set up their will, as they're both no longer in the best of health, and want to make sure we're taken care of. The only big thing they have is their house and car. They were talking about that they want to split the inheritance three ways, and I got confused and asked them what three ways, considering it's only me and my brother. They said they wanted my nephew in there as well, as they basically raised him since birth and consider him largely as their child too. I told them that's not fair as I have two kids as well, and if my nephew's in the will, they should as well. My brother said that what they're doing with their money is their business and I should stay out of it, but I disagreed. Eventually, my parents agreed and didn't give my nephew his share. My brother called it a giant jerk move and called me petty to punish my nephew for the resentment I have towards him. We broke out into a fight that my parents had to unfortunately break up. My nephew called me a couple of days ago to check in on my youngest, as he's her godfather. He had already heard of what happened and just said it was a bit of a Karen move to do, but he's unbothered by it as it's none of his business. But my brother is still very upset with me, and my parents are rather cold to me as well. Am I the jerk here? This one's really difficult for me because I understand from the parents' perspective that this isn't necessarily because of favoritism, but because that nephew was raised so hands-on and direct to them, That obviously, whether or not you want to mention the labels of son, nephew, brother, the nephew of OPs definitely has a bigger bias in their parents' eyes. If you want to take a step back and say they're only giving one of the grandchildren inheritance, you easily can say OP's not the jerk. But when you consider it's one grandchild that they spent years directly raising, I think you can understand why they want to prioritize what they get in inheritance. I don't think OP's the jerk for speaking their mind when they were involved in who gets what inheritance discussion, 
but I don't necessarily know if the parents are jerks either, are they? This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my sister wear my mother's wedding dress, even though I likely never will wear it? My mother was a talented seamstress and worked in fashion for a long time. When she married my father, her employer designed and created a bespoke dress for my mother as a wedding gift. The dress is stunning. I know it sounds hyperbolic, but it's honestly a work of art. Hand embroidered, hand beaded, the whole nine yards. Before she passed, my mother split up several of her possessions based on our personalities and was explicit about who got what in her will. I was gifted the dress, and my sister received jewelry, including pieces that my mother wore on her wedding day. My sister is engaged, and she recently asked me to gift my mother's dress to her so she could wear it on her wedding day. I told her no for various reasons. The dress was gifted to me specifically, and it's one of the last few meaningful possessions of my mother's that I have. My sister is probably three to four sizes larger than my mother. Nothing against her, she's healthy and beautiful. But wearing the dress would require her to let the dress out at the seams, requiring much of the embroidery and beading to be destroyed and redone. I do not have faith that the dress can be properly restored and maintained. My sister implied that as a gift, it would then become hers. I asked if that meant she'd give me some of my mother's jewelry in return, and she said no, which rubbed me the wrong way. By the way, I don't actually want to trade. The dress has too much sentimental value to me. I just wanted to see where my sister's heart was at, and it felt selfish to me. She's since started a campaign about me to family. She's been crying to my dad and writing nasty things about how selfish I am. She's even brought up the fact that I'm a widow, likely to never remarry, and that I'd never have any use for the dress. I feel justified in what I did, but based on what I've been hearing from my family, I feel like I'm really ruining her wedding, and it's caused a strain between me and my father. I wonder if I'm being needlessly stubborn. So in this situation, not only was it something OP inherited themselves, it was something the mom directly and chose to pass down to OP. In my eyes, once that happened, it's completely OP's property and they're free to do whatever they want with it. If they want to chop it up into little squares and turn it into a blanket, they can do so. And combined with the fear of it being altered and less than perfect, I can't blame them for that either. Our next story is, am I the jerk for humiliating my boyfriend and telling his friends? My boyfriend, 29-year-old male, and I, 28-year-old female, met in the same company. I since left, but he's still there. He makes about $130,000 in tech sales. I make $180,000 as a cloud architect. He likes to complain because his commission compensation was reduced and the pre-sales engineers got a raise. I know it's because a lot of salespeople were writing really aggressive contracts that led to unhappy customers, and now the guidelines for sales have made it harder to make sales. My boyfriend used to make $40,000 more, so he's a bit ticked about that, although to me it's just the natural downturn in the tech sector. He was talking crap about how all pre-sales engineers do is talk about products on PowerPoint and don't do any actual work that makes the customer sign. I got annoyed because he doesn't know anything about tech, and most pre-sales engineers I used to work at had 4-8 to eight years of software development experience, not to mention very specific training on the products before they got to be making that salary. I have 2 years of support experience, 3 years of software dev experience before I made $180,000, and my boyfriend only has sales experience, so to discount with how much knowledge is needed is pretty crappy. He said he knows some coding and could take their jobs. 
I told him since he thinks he knows their role, he should be able to pass a junior coding interview and technical questions. He agreed and said loser pays for dinner, and I agreed. I got some interview questions and coding questions like fizzbuzz and hashmap coding questions. He couldn't answer a single question, not even things like, what's the difference between Java and Python? Explain what the OSI layers are, what caching is, and the craziest one is what's the difference between SAAS and IAAS, which he definitely should know because he's selling SAAS products. I had 10 very basic questions and he couldn't answer a single one. He also didn't make any of the code run. He was ticked and argued with me the entire time, but I googled things to prove he wasn't right. He would sulk and didn't pay for dinner. I was kind of bitter that he didn't pay for dinner, and when a friend of his came over a week later, I told him about it and we had a good laugh. Because he always likes to complain how easy engineers have it while he has to travel, and boasts how he could do their jobs easily. He was there and yelled at me later for humiliating him. So first of all, I think OP's definitely not the jerk. I think it's almost always fair to defend your line of work when somebody criticizes why it even exists or how easy you've got it doing that work. I've spent a number of years around game development related things, not even on the technical side of things, on the creative side of things. And let me tell you, the fact that they couldn't even answer what the difference between Java and Python was indicates that they have no coding knowledge. The difference between Java and Python is like the easiest softball question you could possibly have. It's essentially asking, what's the difference between English and Spanish? Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give my college fund to my half-sister? Some background info, my dad died before I, 18-year-old male, was born. And my mom remarried and had my half-sister, 17-year-old female, with her new husband. Last year, my grandparents, dad's parents, let me know that they'd been saving a college fund for me and over the years have saved a substantial amount. This year, I applied to colleges and got into my dream school, Oxford. To clarify, I'm American, so not eligible for most forms of financial aid, and going there would wipe out most of my college fund. I also got into some really good options in the US like Berkeley, UCLA, and Cornell, all with really generous scholarships and financial aid that meant I could attend very affordably. I considered all my options and decided that it was worth paying more for Oxford because A, it'll get me closer to my long-term goals and B, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to attend. My sister and mom didn't like this decision. Essentially, they wanted me to go to an affordable option and give the college fund to my sister. This is because my sister doesn't have the grades to get scholarships and will need money to pay for college, whereas I can go for almost free. Honestly, I don't think that's my problem. My sister isn't even related to my dad or grandparents, so it wouldn't make sense to give the money to her. Plus, it's her responsibility to get good grades, so I don't see why I should have to give up my dream because she didn't do well. She confronted me, calling me selfish for refusing to help her out saying I'm making her sacrifice her dreams of going to college. I pointed out that she was doing the same thing, asking me to give up my dream. She called me a selfish jerk. I think she's at fault here because she failed to do what she needed in order to achieve her goals and is now asking me to make sacrifices for her. Am I the jerk? Yeah, OP's clearly not the jerk here. It really put it in perspective for me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When OP mentioned how this would be them giving up on their dream just to accommodate somebody else who didn't do the work they needed to do to achieve their dream. It's just not fair, it's not reasonable, and honestly, if those grandparents had set that college fund up in the smart way, only OP would have been able to access it and use it only for college. This next story is, am I the jerk for always making my sister-in-law uncomfortable and rolling my eyes when she started crying? Three years ago, I, 27-year-old female, finally worked up the strength to leave, to put it lightly, a really bad marriage to a not-so-nice man, 48 male, whom I share two children, 7-year-old female and 5-year-old male. My brother, 30-year-old male, offered to let me stay with him and his wife, 30-year-old female, who was pregnant at the time for a few months, while everything was getting sorted, divorce and custody. At first I was going to stay with my parents, but sister-in-law insisted I come see them so my kids could treat it like a holiday due to them living a two-minute walk from the beach. Everything was going great for a week. I paid my way and helped around the house till one day I came back from the beach to all our stuff outside. With my brother red-faced in anger, confused, I asked what's wrong. He told me that his wife told him everything, that I've been calling her ugly, fat, saying when she'd make herself food, I'd mock her, which caused her to stop eating. I said after everything I've been through, I would never do that to someone else, and asked to speak to my sister-in-law who was peeking out the door. My brother screamed at me, telling me to leave before he'd call my ex. So I did and went to live with my parents. He tried turning my family against me, but no one believed it, because I'm not that type of person. They were mad at him though, which caused him to go low contact for a few months. But long story short, she accused multiple people of saying cruel things, which even cost her job and a lot of friends. Turns out she had an ED and bipolar disorder, which pregnancy made it worse. He's made up with our parents and acts like since she has mental health issues, we should just forgive her. I've made it very clear I don't forgive either of them, and anytime they've tried to talk it out, I've told them to freak off. It's caused my sister-in-law to feel uncomfortable and unwelcome in the family. The other day, I stopped by my parents' house to collect something, and they were there. Sister-in-law looked upset. Apparently, she's pregnant again, so she's again struggling with her mental health. The minute she sees me, she comes up crying and apologizing for the hundredth time. I roll my eyes and then tell her I honestly couldn't give a crap, leave me alone. Before walking out, my brother tells me I'm doing to her mentally what my husband did to me, and I've turned into a monster. I'm really conflicted here because OP was clearly at their lowest point, and to feel backstabbed and thrown out the way OP did and not believed when they were telling the truth the whole time 
It's something I think can very easily turn into a lifelong grudge. But at the same time, you know that this person has been dealing with mental issues and is at the point of crying coming up to you and trying to apologize. Is it just unsalvageable? Is it reasonable for OP to insist that it is unsalvageable? The only thing that really makes me feel like OP is not the jerk after all of this is the fact that OP's brother is willing to look them in the eyes and say, you're doing to my wife what your abusive husband did to you. That probably cut away any sympathy that might have been growing. Our next story is, am I the jerk? My wife thinks so. Me, 27-year-old male, and my wife, 26-year-old female, recently had a baby a little while ago. My wife was taking a nap and I had the responsibility of watching the baby, so I was. I was sitting on the floor with her, our daughter, and she was playing and she tried to stand up. I encouraged her and she stood on her own. She started walking, taking her first steps, and I started clapping and congratulating her. I stood up and picked her up and spun us around, and my wife woke up and came in and asked what was going on. When I told her what happened, she called me a jerk for not waiting for her to be awake to encourage our daughter to start walking. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I just don't think OP's the jerk here, especially because how are they going to go and get the wife without distracting the child most likely, and in a way kind of discouraging them from making those advancements? I think it's also just very easy to get caught up in the moment and get excited. It's understandable why OP's first reaction wasn't, I gotta go wake my wife up. Our next story is, am I the jerk for bringing my kids back inside when sister-in-law sent her kid out to play? 29-year-old female, my husband and I live right next door to his sister, 43-year-old female. We have three kids, she has one. Now, maybe I'm a bit of a helicopter mom, but I refuse to send my kids outdoors to play without me. It's a big yard and it's fairly close to the main road, and our youngest is only six and has ADHD and impulse control issues. Anyway, my sister-in-law will send her kid outside for hours on end and never check on her. She just sits at her computer all day playing games. And now, where she knows I'm going to be outside with my kids, she just sends her kids out, constantly expecting me to keep an eye on her. I've told my husband several times I'm getting a bit fed up with being a watchful eye to anyone but our kids, and he said he would speak to his sister, which he did. Her response was, I don't see the big deal when she's outside anyways, and it's not like she needs constant supervision. So in the end, nothing changed. Well, yesterday she sends her kids out, and I decided to just leave. I brought my kids to the beach because I didn't want to watch another kid. Today, same thing, but it was overcast. So I just brought my kids indoors and we played board games. Well, my sister-in-law just knocked on my door and said, Why did you bring the kids in? I just had Hannah get dressed to play with the kids. So I reiterated that I'm not being paid to babysit, and therefore I'm not going to be watching her kid every time my kids are outdoors. She then says, So you're punishing the kids and not allowing them to play together? And proceeded to call me childish. I simply shut the door. However, now I'm wondering if I really am the jerk here. I wouldn't mind if it was every once in a while, but it's nearly every single day this happens, and I'm tired of assuming a parenting role for this kid. Definitely not the jerk. When you go outside and you want to have fun with your kids, or you want to have your kids run around, you don't want to have to watch other people's kids as well. It's not OP's responsibility, and it's unfair to both OP and the kid. OP it's pretty obvious, but for the kid to have to experience everybody packing up and leaving as soon as they show up, just because their parent can't take the time to ever watch them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for drunk calling my friend's ex-boyfriend to take care of her baby? I, 26-year-old female, have a friend Maya, 26-year-old female, from college. 
She invited me to her birthday, a tacos and tequila night. I was late to the party due to traffic and surprised by the number of people in her flat. There was a group chat for the party that had around 15 people and I could see 40-ish in her garden. Most people were very drunk and I was sober at that point. I saw Maya and she dragged me to do a shot with her. That turned into about four. I wore a nice coat and even though I was tipsy, I remember feeling warm and wanting to put it away in case it gets dirty. I asked Maya if I could go put it away. She told me to put it on her bed upstairs. I went upstairs and saw her four-month-old son was in his cot. He was crying and I didn't hear it before as there was loud music. Maya was definitely too drunk to take care of him and I'm a massive lightweight so I knew the shots would hit me soon so I wouldn't be able to either. I called Maya's ex-boyfriend Tom, her son's dad, to come and collect the baby as it was definitely unsafe to leave him unattended. Tom thanked me for letting him know and said he'd be over soon. Maya saw me open the door for Tom and slammed it in his face. She yelled at me saying they'd just broken up and she didn't want to see him. I remember letting Tom in again and trying to console her but she flat out started screaming at both Tom and me and kicked us both out. I genuinely don't think I was in the wrong for calling Tom and thought Maya when sober would agree but this morning she texted me calling me the jerk and that I literally could have called anyone else to help out with her son. Most of our friends were drunk at the party. Some of our mutual friends who overheard us think I should have called her sister instead. Tom will use this when they fight for custody and it probably will favor him now. I wasn't completely sober at the time, but my boyfriend is saying I did the right thing. Maya's my friend and I love her, but I couldn't leave her son like that. So, although they're trying to use it as an argument saying, oh, well, Tom's going to use this in court and get better custody. I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, she didn't plan for any kind of childcare while she and all of her friends got drunk downstairs with loud music. So I'm sorry if that ever got out and it's realized, hey, that's not a very good parental thing to do. Good going, you just revealed that this mother left her four-month-old unattended while she was drunk partying downstairs. OB should just cover it up? This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my niece wear pajamas to my wedding? I got married last weekend. The morning of, everything was going great until my sister arrived. She was a bridesmaid. My three-year-old niece was with her and wearing pajamas. I didn't think much of it at first, as it was still morning and figured they were both changing. My sister got in her dress and then tried to put my niece in hers. Niece was not having it and threw a huge tantrum. This was a dress she'd worn before. Tags were cut off. It wasn't a fancy dress by any means. My sister said she'd bought it from Carter's. Eventually, my sister said it wasn't worth the struggle and she didn't have to wear the dress. I asked what the plan was. She said she'll just wear her pajamas. They weren't clean either and were smeared with the niece's breakfast from the morning. My niece was the flower girl. I said from the start, I don't care what she wears so long as it matched the color scheme, which this didn't. She could either wear a dress or a polo and khakis, anything semi-formal. I get dressing kids in fancy clothes is a chore, so I try to make it easy. But I felt this was a step too far. I asked my sister if she could go buy something else as we were near a Target and an Old Navy. My sister said it wasn't a big deal. I said it was to me. We went back and forth until it became clear my niece couldn't come to the wedding, even if she wasn't a flower girl, in the pajamas. Finally, my sister got niece dressed. Niece was kicking and screaming through a whole tantrum. She was calmed down before we walked down the aisle, but my sister was visibly upset. Later on, my sister made it clear she thought I was a bridezilla and I should have just let it go. 
Am I a jerk? Definitely not the jerk. It's one thing to say anything that just, you know, looks nice and presentable, and another to say breakfast Kate pajamas. You're definitely not a bridezilla for being upset about that. This next story is, am I the jerk for mostly ignoring my girlfriend on her birthday? Yesterday we celebrated my, male 23, girlfriend's, female 21, 21st birthday. Her parents threw a big celebration party with all their friends and family. For me personally, this was the first time I met anyone in her family with the exception of her parents. It was also her first birthday I celebrated with her since we've been dating for around 7 months. Now, I'm originally from Romania from a region called Maramuresh, but I've been living abroad for 11 years now. My girlfriend mentioned at some point that one of her grandmothers was also from Romania, but we didn't discuss it in detail. So yesterday, I met my girlfriend's grandmother, and what can I say? I couldn't believe how small the world was. Not only was she Romanian, but from the same county as me, Maramuresh. So we talked, and talked a lot. She told me her life story. We reminisced about Bayamer. I really enjoyed the conversation, especially talking in my native language. And that's how I spent most of the party. Of course, when my girlfriend asked me to take photos with her or when the cake came, I gave her my full attention. But for the most part, she spent time with her friends, dancing, drinking, etc. While I was just talking with her grandmother. I didn't pay it much mind. But after the party was done, she told me she felt neglected by me during her birthday and this morning she seems ticked off at me. I really don't think OP's the jerk here, especially considering how awesome this discussion is, as long as they didn't ignore their girlfriend when they wanted their attention or when they deserved the attention. I don't see how OP could have messed up or ruined anything here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making a woman leave my house? I, 30-year-old male, was talking with my wife's friend who was there for dinner. She tried to hug my son, seven, but he had a bad day and said no thanks. She kept pressuring him, and when he didn't budge, she looked at me. I said a kid at school started a fight with him and he was grumpy, so maybe later. She said, come on, you're just gonna let him disobey like that? I said I raised him to build his own boundaries and say no when something violates them, and I would never make him break them for someone else. She laughed and said he's lucky he's not her kid and that that behavior would be fixed fast. I had my son go to his room and then I told her to get out. I said the reason I got out of bed in the morning was to see my son grow another day older and I would not stand for him being treated like a pet rather than a person. She called me a jerk and left. My wife is disappointed because she went to yoga with her but says she can't scold me because she'd probably do the same. Am I the jerk? I feel bad for OP for getting some shame from their wife even though they said themselves, you did the right thing. I think what OP did here was a beautiful thing and I think even more so they should sit down and reaffirm that with their kid and let them know that they did everything exactly right. It is completely fine to have those boundaries and honestly as a kid that wasn't the most open to touch or being outgoing, I appreciate parents who allow their kids to have those boundaries. I remember times when I was little and strangers who I didn't know would want to give me a hug or kiss me on my cheek or whatever, and I have memories as a kid of everybody laughing, my parents included, while I was running away from this lady around this room who wanted to give me a kiss on my cheek with lipstick. Everybody just thought it was funny. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. 
Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.